Welcome to the My Yielded Life podcast hosted by me, Ray Marie Marsh, where I will be answering the question, what does it actually look like to yield to God? So this is not a right or wrong. This is just God in me. You've got to hear him. That just didn't sound right. As a Christian, you feel like you know, you're given those two options, you're supposed to take the ministry road. You've got to settle this. Do you trust him? And yeah. I felt like God was not listening to me. Not everyone will go this journey. There are some who will. But I had to do this. I needed to be who I am. You didn't find this podcast by coincidence. You are here for this. Let's figure it out as we go. This is My Yielded Life. I have to tell you guys about this. So I had my third child, my son, at the age of 32. And I gained a lot of weight with him, as I do whenever I have kids. I gain like 60 pounds consistently. The difference with this one was I started off pregnant, overweight, still gained the 60 pounds. And now I'm in my 30s and I could not get this weight to move, y'all. I was working out every day still eating kind of freely but working out every day thinking that I'm doing what I need to do to lose this weight and it just would not come off so I got the help of my friend Joycelyn McCallum the owner and founder of an established business joy to be fit check her out at joytobefit.com she posts workouts on her YouTube page her follow her on Instagram she makes jewelry she is a nutrition specialist her um, education and background is in that she's got all kinds of expertise across the board but y'all the biggest thing is and on July 1st I started a journey with Joycelyn and I have lost 13 pounds and the weight is still coming off even now that we're done with our intense time so I encourage you to check out joytobefit.com find her on Facebook that's J-O-Y the number two the letter B fit check out Joycelyn So I'm so happy to start a conversation today with a longtime sister going back 15 years, believe it or not, um, from when I first started a committed walk with the Lord. Um, Me and Free Nixon grew up in the Lord um, at the Christian Life Center in Greensboro. She's a minister. She's a early childhood um, expert. I call her. She is um, also a human resources professional and she's prayed with me and just walked with me through so many seasons of life. Um, And I've been able to do the same. So free welcome to my yielded life. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, we we've been trying this for um, a while now so yeah. it's good to finally get this recorded yes so today we're going to be talking about um I like to show experiences different from mine so today we're going to talk about COVID just in many different um aspects Yay! so the reason I picked free to do this episode is because unlike me you know with a spouse and kids taking up all my time during COVID. Mm -hmm. I wanted to give a perspective that's different um, 
from someone who's single. Mm-hmm. And maybe we should start with defining single because I think there's different definitions. So how would yeah. you ca- define single? Um, For me, single is <laughs> honestly just like it is. There's, there's no... There's no option. There's no one dating me. There's no one taking me out to movies. Um, no one talking on the phone and just, hey, how's it going? That kind of thing. So mm-hmm. in my mind, that's single. There's okay. no, yeah, no potentials. Just. <laughs> All right. So more than just not being married, because some people in the legal definition would say unmarried, but also not with anybody. Exactly. Okay. All right. So take us back to like March 2020 when when the threat of COVID really came to the U.S. Tell us what your status was. What were you up to then? Were you shocked? How did Mm -hmm. life change Mm -hmm. for you? Yeah. So in March, um, I was at um, I work at a charter school right now as a director of human resources. And we were in school. We were just doing what we were doing. And um, we heard the that there was a, I think there was a breakout in, there was a couple of cases, excuse me, in Raleigh, and there had been a couple of cases in another state. And we, you know, immediately started telling people, hey, wash your hands, make sure if you've been out of town, do X, Y, and Z. And honestly, I kind of hoped that we wouldn't see or hear much more other than that. But mm-hmm. deep down inside, I kind of figured, you know, uh... This this might be coming to Charlotte um, or yeah. around. So, um, but it, I was kind of like shocked when I think it was on the thirteenth where they told us like the governor was like, yeah, we're gonna shut down schools. And I'm, I think like everyone, like my panic, my heart kind of dropped to the bottom of my feet. I was, I was more so concerned about honestly my mom. Her husband mm-hmm. was on dialysis. My mother's diabetic, and um, and she works in a nursing home. So, I think at that time they were like they thought it was mostly uh, the older crowd. Um, so that kind of made me nervous about for my mom, and I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. Literally, I was just like, okay, I guess I'm just gonna take this one day at a time. Um, yeah. they allowed me to work from home, so I was blessed to be able. I literally. And I'm grateful to God for this, but I've literally been working since this pandemic started. I have not stopped. So um, that has been a blessing. Um, however, I was like, okay, I'm going to be working from home. Okay, um, I got to go get my items out of my office. I pretty much, I was just like, okay, one day at a time, but I was nervous. I was mm-hmm. super, super nervous. So what has been some of the benefit of not having to worry about a lot of foot traffic during this time or just um, what would you say has been the good from your situation since this all started? Um, originally, <laughs> the first two weeks, uh, I thought, okay, this is great, right? And I was like, God really knew that I needed this time to slow down. Mm. That was my initial thought. I was super grateful. I was able to get up, pray, read. I was like, yes, you know, I start my day, but I wouldn't rush. I didn't feel like I was rushed. So I was like, yeah, I needed this. Um, that was the benefit. I even, you know, had a workout routine. Um, 
because you know we couldn't go anywhere yeah. I was like great I started <clears throat> excuse me saving money um because I wasn't going places so I wasn't spending gas I wasn't spending money on random things at the gas station <laughs> um, <laughs> just not even shopping things of that nature like I was like this is this is a win yes lord um yeah. I was <laughs> I was on top like in my mind I was like yes I'm getting the rest I need yeah this is this is good <laughs> yeah so what about the other side of that then yeah. What where where did the challenges come? <laughs> <laughs> well, after those couple of weeks, uh things started to drastically change. Right. And I I mean to the point where um I wasn't seeing people. I thought I was gonna be okay with not seeing people, not being around people. I was like, Oh, I don't have any children, so I don't have to help them with classes, you know, I do have to work, but it's kind of on my time. Um, but then it started, it got, it went downhill very quickly. Mm -hmm. I, um, the walls started to just feel like they were closing in on me. Um, I was kind of like, okay, God, I tap out. I'm I'm good now. I need to get out of here. And I felt like God was not listening to me. And then I started, um, to get in anxiety, I say I guess you can say um for from not going outside or when I did go to the store the few the one time a week I, I went if I was gonna get sick. But I also didn't have anybody to talk to. Like I just was I was started to get lonely to the point of I literally would um go to sleep crying, wake up crying. Um, I knew I was getting into a bad mental space. Like, even with me trying to go outside and exercise, and it's like, I started to get frustrated with God because I was like, okay, God, you got me here for, God knows, I don't know when this thing is going to let up. I was like, and then I started thinking, you don't have, I don't have a husband, I don't have kids, like, I don't have a dog. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. I was like, God, there's nothing and no one here. This isn't fair. Like, why would you make me be here this long by myself like this? Like, this is this is not okay. And um, yeah, I, I just went into. I was in a bad place. Mm-hmm. I was in a really bad place. Like I said, that the first two, almost three weeks. And then after that, it was just, yeah, I didn't really understand what was going on. I was super frustrated with God. Yeah. Yeah. So in all honesty, now it's, goodness, six months later. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Was there a turning point um, for you? Did you find different ways to deal with you and God and and the whole situation? I I started... um, you know, sometimes I would get online and I would hear little messages. And at first I was like, I don't want to hear this because I don't have anybody here. Like it's still, you know, <clears throat> kind of got me frustrated. Even though I would hear these good, encouraging words. Mm-hmm. Um, I was still so frustrated. But there was just one day I heard, you know, a message about, and this was, you know, from my church about mental health. And I had always thought about 
you know, getting a therapist and things of that nature. And I was like, uh, this is probably the time that I actually need to move forward with this. Mm-hmm. And I reluctantly, but desperately, because I was like at my wits end, like I felt like I needed something you know, I didn't not not to say like my friends weren't around, but I tried to keep in consideration that they had families and children and and I think that was, you know, where I, I was like I didn't want to um, you know, reach out and, and feel like I was bothering them. So I reached out to a therapist. Like mm-hmm. I was like, uh, I don't want to do this yet. I'm not sure. You know, I started thinking about, well, how about if this person is going to judge me or what kind of information do I need to tell them? Like I started, you know, going through my mind about that. And I honestly feel like one one morning where I was up crying for what seemed like no reason, I think God just gave me peace about it and just kind of eased my heart that, you know, this was the help that I needed. This was a start. Mm-hmm. And and to move forward with it. And um, I did. I went on my search. And I know I had talked to you about it. And um, <clears throat> and I remember you telling me how, you know, you, you got to look and kind of do your research. And <laughs> yeah, it's a process. I was, I, yeah, it's a process. And I was like, no, I don't need any more processes. I just need something. Uh, but mm-hmm. but um, it, it worked out. I actually did find someone. And she's a woman of God and I was like okay Lord so um I started that journey now this is off script I didn't give you this question no, ahead okay. Of time. okay it, it's birthed <laughs> out of your story because to all our listeners I'm hearing some of this for the first time just mm-hmm. as you are um but what would you say to people who have singles in their lives who probably have had similar experiences to you what could we do what would you have wanted us to do to support you uh honestly and i I hope i hope this doesn't sound selfish but just to just to check you know Mm. just to say Hey, you know what? How's it going? Um, do a video like during this particular situation, the pandemic, where we're not physically able to see each other. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, like a Zoom would have just been like everything, just so I could see, you know, you know, other people's faces and you know, hear the kids and you know, hey, you know, hey, Mister, Miss, or Miss, whoever. The hut, the right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that would have been a genuine just you know just a check in because mm-hmm. um again I I didn't feel like I would I felt like if I would were to reach out to my friends which who are most of my friends are married with children um <laughs> I literally mm-hmm. have like a couple of friends that are single like myself um but I felt like had I reached out like I wanted to I would have been intruding I you know I knew some of the pressures that they were having but I also saw some of the joys they were having so I I didn't want to come in between and be a stress another uh added stress but I also didn't want to come in between 
what I honestly saw God doing in some families. They were building these families. They were making them stronger again. And I was like, oh, I don't want to get in the way of that. That I mean, it's beautiful, right? Like, but I think that yeah. would have been a, a, a help. Yeah. Right. Right. And I think it's important to throw in there that um, all of us probably have people in our lives who just are not going to reach out and yeah. communicate with us for different reasons and you can't really blame or judge but yeah, right. this that's why these episodes are here just to say like look everybody's not telling you when it's hard and none and we're all like that like we all yeah. get private you know in the hard moments or whatever yeah. um and have similar similar thoughts to you um like I don't want to throw this on you because it's heavy for me mm-hmm. I know it's gonna be heavy for you too because you love me so yeah. Um. Yeah, that is really good to point out, and I appreciate your openness on here. Yeah. So shifting mm-hmm. gears a little bit, um, <laughs> what has your church experience been like? What's your opinion on the virtual church? The way the majority of the churches have just shifted to either Facebook Lives or just mm-hmm. streaming. Um, how has that been important to you? Absolutely. Um, there was some moments where during that time frame where I was super sad, where I would turn it on and Ray, honestly, I would turn the volume down and just have it playing because I was like, well, if there's something I need to hear, I guess I'll hear it, but I don't really want to hear it. So I, <laughs> but I, um, because I was just in my moment of just depression, honestly. And, um, but I thought, I, I thought it was, a great idea to keep people connected to also introduce people to new ways of uh, connecting with people. Um, I, we also did um, like virtual classes with my church. Um, We also did uh, like small groups and stuff like that. Uh, So I think it was helpful for um, tons for a generation of some of the people I felt like they were like this is what I this is all that I need and want like this is great I'm never going you know this is this is it but then for some I feel like it probably was a struggle because they were used to physically being around people um you know just that aspect of being social but um it 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 worked for me Um, I don't think I could do it forever but I understand the times right now and um I want to make sure I'm I'm keeping myself safe as well as my brothers and sisters, even going to, you know, in the building. So I understand right. that it's just the times right now. And, but eventually I do want to get back to, um, you know, the actual building, but, um, but yeah, I think we're still doing my, my particular church and my pastor, I think we're still doing a great work even while not being able to physically be together. So, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because you talked about new people joining your church even Mm -hmm. since the pandemic, right? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. they have. And even even with that, I managed to get, um, because I was a part of the the group that actually helped helped new members transition in. And I missed the first one because I was just, I mean, I was a bit too sad. And I honestly was, I was, struggling just with God and I was like oh God I don't want to do this if I'm so sad like people are going to sense this like my Mm -hmm. spirit 
So I, I honestly did miss out on the first one, but I did come back in on the second one. And um, the Holy Spirit, I believe, you really used me. Um, and I was so grateful. I remember getting off that call after, you know, talking to a few people and encouraging them in the Lord. And I just broke down out of just being grateful that I felt like my relationship with the Lord was just, it was just as strong, even though I had a, a, a point where it was, it seemed very low, but to know God was still there. Like, I, you know, I was just like, this is the God that we serve. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like even in moments where we're low and we mess up and we are frustrated with him about how he's getting us to our next phase in life, like God is still there taking care of us covering mm-hmm. us you know and I think that was how why I broke down after you know that our new um, members class because I could see during that time that you know God was still using me yeah <laughs> so that's beautiful yeah and um it's important to just point out like we can complain to him contrary Mm -hmm. to popular belief and contrary to what I heard coming up like um our church was studying Jonah and Jonah I think went off on God like a couple of times and Jeremiah Mm -hmm. (laughs) when the burden the burden of their calling got really hard they they complained they went in so bad that you're almost scared to read it like he said what God (laughs) but um it's amazing because we studied in Jonah after, he, you know, after Jonah rebelled, ran, went through all that, and then went off on God again. God still used him mm. to prophesy to Nineveh, like immediately. Right. Yes. So um, <laughs> I can just imagine how you felt after that call, just mm-hmm. given mm-hmm. all that you had been through. Um, Humbling. So, yeah, he's good, man. He is faithful. So, Let's talk on a, let's spin it to hope for the future. So it's funny because I've been trying to make a list of things that I miss from what I call the old life before uh-huh. March. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> but what are you looking forward to? Like, what are you hoping and waiting for the most as far as once COVID moves on? Mm. What do you see? Well, right, I hope that you know families that got to spend time together i hope that stands right i hope i hope that stays i hope that does not change <clears throat> i um i know that it was needed for some families and this has made their marriages stronger their relationship with their kids stronger and uh, a lot of it was done right on what is it, the tiktok <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I mean, I, I pray that 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 continues to build, right? Um, I also hope that people just start taking relationships serious, and to know that um, at any given time there could be another pandemic where you can't see people any, you know, for an extended amount of time. And mm-hmm. once we're able to physically be around each other more, that we are grateful for that time, for whether it's our friends and even some coworkers. Like it was hard not seeing my coworkers, believe it or not. Um, um, my church family, like 
though I went every Sunday, it was, uh, you know, I kind of was, you know, okay, I'm not taking it for granted, but maybe. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so even be, getting to see them, you know, on a regular basis, just making sure you make good of that time, you know, moving forward. Yeah. And, you know, whether whether you begin to build a relationship with God, whether you, you know, start an exercise routine, like, I hope all of this stuff stays. I don't want to go back to how it was. Um, not necessarily. Um, mm-hmm. There are some probably some good pieces that I might not be thinking about right now, but I feel like um, I went through all of that for for another to 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 kind of transition to another phase of, of life. Mm-hmm. And I, I would be doing, you know, God and his work a disservice to actually go back because there was a reason he allowed me to transition to this phase. So, um, oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> All right. And so we'll close with a sink or swim segment right after this ad. In this next segment called Sink or Swim, I'm going to ask Free five quick yes or no questions. Mm -hmm. Um, She's going to answer them quick and honestly. And on this episode, she won't explain why she answered, but you can write me at ray at myyieldedlife.com if you have questions and if you want context. And then that'll set the stage for bringing Free back on the show. because we didn't even get into the whole racial injustice piece and mm-hmm. how that has affected you as well. So mm-hmm. there's space for wow. more guys. But are you ready free for sink or swim? <laughs> Ooh, um, yeah, let's do it. All right. Question one. Are black people better than white people? No. Question two, are black people truly free? No. Three, will there be a female president? Yes. Four, will President Trump win the next presidential election? No. (laughs) And question five, will COVID ever go away? No. All right. Well, free. Mm. I'm glad. Look, you were just so matter of fact about all your answers. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what the people say if they say yeah. anything at all. But please write in. Please review this on your whatever method you listen to podcasts. Give us a review so more people can find um, my yielded life. Mm. And free. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah. You're actually my first guest, so this is oh, historic. Yeah. So yes, <laughs> I appreciate you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I was um super nervous, but I was excited too. So yes, um, so yeah, this is awesome. Thank you for supporting the My Yielded Life podcast. There is merchandise on sale at myyieldedlife.com. Please go check it out. Like, subscribe, review so that more will have access to the My Yielded Life podcast. There's a lot of great things coming in the works, including an episode featuring my husband, D. Joey Marsh. So keep listening. See you next time.